Hello again and welcome everyone to the BuckoCast. This is Jason Rolison back with you. I wanted to jump on today and do a very quick rapid reaction type of podcast on the fly here uh, because it ended up being a pretty big uh, news day in terms of the Pirates. So let's start with the players who are leaving big league camp today. It was announced this morning that Cabrian Hayes, Will Craig, Nick Franklin, Jeff Hartlieb, Christian Kelly, Arden Paps, Brian Reynolds, and Brandon Waddell are being reassigned to minor league camp. Kevin Kramer will be optioned to AAA Indianapolis. And of course, the difference here is that Kramer has to be optioned as he was already on the 40-man roster. None of this is necessarily a surprise. Of course, Cabrian Hayes had a great spring, has really done nothing to dissuade the Pirates from realizing that he is a quality third base option in the very near future. Uh, and I'll throw Brian Reynolds and Will Craig into that camp as well. They did a lot this spring to show that they are perhaps a little more than depth options, as many believe that they are. The other guys all did pretty well as well, you know, no real, especially Jeff Hartley, so no real surprises here. The big news today, though, is that Neil Huntington has announced some starting positions. Eric Gonzalez will be your starting shortstop for the 2019 Pirates. Colin Moran will get first base and third base looks because Young Ho Gong is now the starting third baseman. Kevin Newman, by virtue of losing the shortstop position, will get work at second base as well. So, honestly, uh, not really a surprise, right? I mean, Young Ho Gong, again, is 5 for 28th of spring. Not necessarily a, a stout batting line, but they all have been home runs. Um, talk about that more in a second. Colin Moran has not had a good spring at all. I believe I'm pulling the numbers up right now. He hit 214 with a 660 OPS and committed four errors in the field. As far as the shortstop position, you know, Gonzalez, who came over in Cleveland from Cleveland in November, will get his first chance at, at really consistent, steady playing time. Uh, listen, it was neck and neck with those guys, Newman and Gonzalez, but you know, we've heard for so long that the Pirates uh, baseball ops are pounding the table, quote-unquote, for Gonzalez, so he'll finally get a chance to prove if that faith is warranted. So I have my own thoughts, but first I want to go to the up-and-running call text line, the hotline here, if you will. All text today. You can visit up and running at, at runpa.com to see how they can help you get ready for a marathon or just have the correct running or walking shoe. Uh, let's start with Ben. Any chance that we see Gong at shortstop for a prolonged period of time and not just a one-off here and there? Now, John Parado of DKPittsburghSports.com reported on Friday that the, there is some feeling inside of the organization that Gong could handle shortstop and feeling around the industry as well. Um, Gong has looked sturdy enough. You know, let's get it right. And I think that with positioning nowadays, I think you can get away with a slightly less athletic person at shortstop. Um, but I still don't think it'll happen, Josh. I really don't. I think that Gong is still strictly a third baseman in the organization's eyes. And maybe that's simply because the organization has so many other players that can play shortstop that there's really no reason to put Gong there and perhaps lose a little bit in defense and perhaps, you know, expose him to further risk. I think the cons definitely outweigh the pros here. But, you know, you will, like you had mentioned, Josh, you might still see a one-off here or there. Uh, perhaps um, an opposing pitcher really does struggle against right-handed bats. Maybe they'll stack the lineup there. Um, maybe play Gonzalez at, you know, some other position and play Gong at third or, or, or shortstop or put Chisenhall on the corner. That's some things they can do to really stack a lineup. So, you know, again, I don't see it happening for Gong to play shortstop in any regularity. 
at JV underscore Pitt on Twitter says, Gung was the obvious choice at third base, but a side thought, this makes the Cole deal look worse. And man, I still like to acquire a shortstop. So, yeah, I mean, Colin Moran was the second highest marquee player in that trade, but I still think the trade basically boils down to two years of Garrett Cole for five years of Joe Musgrove. That is how I'm going to judge this trade. Um, it's nice that the Pirates got extra pieces, but that is the essence of the trade. That's how I'm going to judge it. If Moran can play both corner infield positions and, and be a respectable bat in the lineup, that's a valuable piece. He is not going to be the headlining um, third base slugger that many thought he might be when he put up those numbers in the Pacific Coast League. But look, you've got Cabrian Hayes, who is legitimate, who is the real deal, it appears. So keep that in mind when you're judging the coal trade. And, and remember... That, that trade is mainly about getting years of control back for someone who is not going to sign with you, period. And as far as acquiring a shortstop, you know, I wouldn't put it past the Pirates to maybe go dumpster diving when other teams kind of shake out their rosters a little bit. If they do, it might just be at the expense of Kevin Newman. Um, but I think they're really so high in Gonzalez that it's going to be his job to lose. One more text on the up-and-running hotline here, and this comes from Ben. He says, I love the decision to start the year with Gong and Gonzalez. It immediately makes the Pirates a much better defensive team from a year ago. Gonzalez has more range than Mercer, and Gong is head and shoulders a better defender than Moran. Well, yes, I, I agree on the surface, but the thing about moving Moran to first base at least half of the time or part of the time um, is you're taking away his best tool. His best tool is his arm. The athleticism, of course, is a struggle sometimes. He doesn't have that much range, but his arm is legitimate. So if you move... Moran to first, it's kind of taking away that tool. But then again, how much is he actually going to play over there to begin with? Um, Josh Bell is the incumbent, of course. He is firmly entrenched. He's a switch hitter, so it's not like it's natural platoon to play Moran as well. So it's going to require some juggling. I, I'm curious to see exactly how much the playing time will be split between Moran and, Moran and, and Gong at third. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. I, I think that Colin Moran still has an option left, so I would have liked the Pirates to use that option to start the season for someone who clearly isn't playing all that well, clearly still has adjustments to make at the big league level, might be better served just getting him regular every single day plate appearances in Indianapolis rather than learning a, a second position, which admittedly he's played a little bit before, but it's still not his natural position, and that's just my two cents on that matter. Uh, ben has some other thoughts. Um, the move also gives the Pirates a lot of depth than they had in the previous years. Once Polanco and Diaz are back, the bench bats could be Diaz, Chisholm, Melky, Newman, and Moran if they keep 13 position players. Yeah, that's true. That is true, but I think that um, the Pirates might be a little tempted to uh, keep some of those lively bullpen arms that they have, We're talking about Birdie, uh, Liriano, and perhaps someone else. So it's, it's tough. This is the part of the year where it's tough for GMs, but it's also very thrilling for us as observers to find out exactly what approach the team is going to take in terms of how they construct this roster. I want to just touch base on a couple more things, and thank you for your texts, everyone. They really make this show pop and couldn't do it without you. Um, the one thing I want to talk about is that let's all temper our expectations with the gong. I think it was Alan Saunders who uh, pointed this out on Twitter today that Yes, Gong has hit five home runs, but none of them have necessarily come from uh, what you would call an entrenched, established major league pitcher. I think he had some stats in there. Um, 
you know, a couple of minor league fodder guys, a couple of uh, journeymen as well. So I think by announcing this move now, uh, Huntington is also going to give uh, Gong the majority of the reps at third base for the rest of the spring training. Maybe get that timing locked in, hopefully see some major league pitching as, as spring training winds down and other teams' camps get a little more representative. So I think that might give us a better indication in the next uh, seven to ten days about exactly what we can expect from Gong uh, this season. I know I've been on record uh, in the past podcasts about Gong is ready, Gong is ready. I still think the timing is there, but that timing will also have to now hold up against major league pitchers who can throw all their stuff at him, uh, mixed speeds, mixed locations as well. And the 13 strikeouts in those 28 at-bats are a little worrisome as well. So the other day we saw Gong bat 7th in what we thought was a pretty representative lineup for the Pirates on opening day. I think that would be the perfect spot for him to start the year in terms of where he bats in the lineup. Uh, could give him some uh, low-risk opportunities to tack on some runs via the power game, uh, not necessarily worry about sitting some guys up behind him or getting on base. And we'll see if, again, that timing locks in against Major League Pitching. One last note just on Kevin Newman. You have to admire the way he's handled everything. This guy has gone from being you know, a first-round pick who had some pretty high marks in terms of prospect rankings when he first started his professional career. College bat, who you kind of knew what you were getting with him when you drafted him. You were going to get a pretty solid hit tool. Not much power to speak of. Great fielding. So I'll be curious to see what he can do in a part-time role. If he can be you know, give the Pirates that fielding tool that he was slapped with and then also maybe give him a little bit of speed on the base pass and, you know, exploit the run tool that he has and then, you know, get chances to hit in situations, situational hitting, pinch hitting, um, you know, spelling someone for a day or two over the course of a week and putting up good at-bats. I think that's good. I think that's exactly what you would want from Kevin Newman. Knowing that you have Cole Tucker, again, uh, Kevin Kramer, I think has a little more upside than Newman at this point. Knowing that you have these other guys in the organization, that's exactly what you're going to see from Kevin Newman. That would make him a useful big leaguer, in my opinion. That's going to be it for this rapid reaction episode of the BuckoCast. We like to do these anytime there's uh, some bigger news coming out of the Pirates. So kind of get in and get some thoughts down on, on record and get you guys involved as well. So we'll be back with a normal episode this week, just like we usually do, recording on Wednesdays and published on Thursdays. So please check us out then. In the meantime, you can subscribe to our show. We are on all the major podcast uh, platforms, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify. So please, if you like the show, subscribe and tell a friend and leave us a review if you can. These things all help us grow. Thanks. We'll talk to you next time.